zombie. I got you in my soul. Listening to CITR Radio, FM 102, Cable 102, Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada, and the Nardwar, the Human Serviette Radio Show. You just heard right there, I've got a little soul in you, aka Little Girl by Them, an interpretation of Little Girl. By them, the legendary Irish band featuring Van Morrison. But what's interesting about this particular song is that it's by the Mina Birds, which is basically the Canadian holy grail for people that are like collector scum wanting unreleased material. Basically, it's Rick James singing and Neil Young on guitar, plus Bruce Palmer on bass. Of course, Neil and Bruce went on to the Buffalo Springfield, and around that time, Nick, um, I'm not sure, well, actually, I was going to say Nick, Nick Warbotten, I think I'm pronouncing his name right, Nick Warbotten has done an amazing profile of all these types of bands. If you check out garagehangover.com, they'll be able to give you a big 
background on it, but essentially, as I was mentioning, that was the Minor Birds. Neil Young on guitar, Rick James on vocals, and Bruce Palmer on bass. And that was from the Motown Vault. It's been liberated by someone, and it's floating around out there. And for years, people are wondering, what did it sound like? What did Neil Young sound like in 66, after leaving his garage band, the Squires from Winnipeg, and moving to Toronto, and hooking up with Rick James, who'd previously been in a band called The Sailors. What the hell did they sound like? Well, that is a track right there. I've played other tracks before in an Art Human Survey Radio Show, but I just got this track courtesy Bev Davies, who got it from Nick Warbotten. Again, more information can be found at garagehangover.com. So that was the Minor Birds doing a cover of Them's Little Girl, although they titled it I've Got You in My Soul. The Mina Birds on the Nardwarda Human Serviette Radio Show. And today on the Nardwarda Human Serviette Radio Show, interviews with, from Seattle, Washington, Macklemore, and also Odd Future from Los Angeles, California, and speaking of Ireland, Tudor Cinema from Ireland on the Nardwarda Human Serviette Radio Show. I got that sent to me, that rare uh, MP3. God, I can't believe I mentioned the word MP3, but yes, it was an MP3 because it exists nowhere but in MP3. And I don't think it was included in Neil Young's archives box set that he put out, Blu-ray type thingy a couple of years ago, or maybe was that last year. So that was straight from MP3 and I really appreciate getting that, Bev Davies. Thank you. And I also appreciate getting sent to me vinyl and Tony from from Needle and Pins dropped by the Needle and Pins 7-inch for me to play Needles and Pins from Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada. So we're going to hear it right now. This is Needles and Pins with Drop It. And then coming up after that, an interview with Macklemore from Seattle, Washington. And then Odd Future from Los Angeles, California. And then Tudor Cinema from Ireland on the Nardwar the Human Serviette radio show. So thank you so much, Tony, for dropping by the Needles and Pins 7 inch, and thank you, Bev Davies, for the Minor Birds MP3. Here is Needles and Pins.
are you? I am Macklemore. I'm a rapper from Seattle, Washington. Macklemore, welcome to South by Southwest. Thank you, Narvard. I appreciate it. Now, Macklemore, you are Professor Macklemore, aren't you? Ah, uh, yes, 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 yes. Way back in the day, that was my first name. My first rap name was Professor Macklemore, yes. And I love the name Professor because it reminds me of the Professor of Gilligan's Island. Who lives on an island. Bain. Bainbridge Island. Bainbridge Island. Yes, near Seattle, Washington. Wow. Have you ever played Bainbridge Island? You know what? We're playing a prom at Bainbridge Island in a couple weeks, actually, or like a month or two. Yeah. Wow, so see. My first time. So Professor Macklemore can meet the professor, perhaps. If he comes to the show, I don't drink alcohol, but drinks are on somebody, and we're going to pay for that. And remember, he was one of the only guys that didn't get ripped off by Sherwood Schwartz. He I made some money. I believe you. Something I don't, I don't know that personally. Yeah. I missed that, but I believe. No, no, you missed making the money, right? Yes. But you can sympathize with them completely. Macklemore, here you are in Austin, Texas. But if we go back to Seattle for a moment, it's all about the Mix-a-Lot, isn't it? Yes, 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 yes. Shout out to Sir Mix-a-Lot, the pioneer, a Seattle pioneer, and a Seattle legend for yeah, sure. What can you tell the people about Sir Mix-a-Lot? And how deep are you into Sir Mix-a-Lot? Sir Mix-a-Lot is somebody that was the quintessential person to look up to being a hip-hop artist in Seattle because he was he was the only person to really make it out of Seattle, actually. Like, there's a lot of people that have tried, but Sir Mix-a-Lot was really that dude that made it out, that, that shared his story with the rest of the world. So we've always looked at Sir Mix-a-Lot as like, this is, this is the one person to have done it from Seattle. So you shared me with some words about Sir Mix-a-Lot. What about vinyl and CDs? Do you have any of that? What's your collection of Mix-a-Lot like? You know what? Honestly, not very good. Well, Macklemore, right now we're going to solve that problem for you right here. Here, right here, is some Sir Mix-a-Lot vinyl for you. Oh. Original Mix-a-Lot vinyl. What can you tell the people about these slices of wax? Beepers. Beepers, that's the cut. That's you kick out a bit of beepers for us, Macklemore. I don't know if I could do beepers, but I could probably rap along with it if you put it on. Beepers. Eh. There is some loud music going on in the Mohawk here in the background. And white vinyl versions as well. Nasty mix recordings. Recordings, yeah. Like, this was actually, when did this come out? This came out in 1985. I was three years old in 1985 when this record dropped. But you're giving props to Nasty Mix and some of your lyrics for the town. Oh, yeah, definitely. Like, that was something that they pioneered the radio for Seattle hip-hop artists. That was the first thing that people in Seattle grew up listening to was, was them on the radio. And one of these records also has Kid Sensation on it as well. Kid Sensation, another one on the nasty mixing. Yes, definitely, Kid Sensation. He, he actually did a track with uh, Ken Griffey Jr. back in the day. Do you have that at all? I don't, know, but I've heard it. Something about swinging something, yeah. It's also Criminal Nation. Mm-hmm, yes. From Tacoma, Gangsta. Yeah, Gangster. And also I want to ask you a little bit about your shout-outs on the song The Town to the Nasty. Yes. What's that, Nasty? Nasty Ness. Yes, radio show. Yes, definitely. Did you listen to that? You couldn't really, could you? How did you hear it? I was too young. It, it's something that, like, in that song particularly, we wanted to pass 
the tradition down. And what, what was passed down to me from my elders was them talking about nastiness. I was too young to listen to it. But we're basically paying homage to the people that came before us, and nastiness was definitely one of those people for sure. And I nerd word humans for Rick and hand down some vinyl to you so you can fight. So now this is, this is your... F- this is what I've needed. This is what I've needed, Nardwar. This is very appreciative. I'm, I'm extremely appreciative of this. This is your first nasty mix, Mix-A-Lot vinyl I'm giving to you in Austin? Yes. Yes, this is the first. Wow, keep Austin weird. I think that's the motto. Keep Austin weird. Keep giving the vinyl. I, I, will, I will be bumping this in the studio when I return home from tour, for sure. Now, when you return home, Macklemore, the red light, what's the red light? Red Light is a vintage shop. Is that where you learned about hip-hop? No. No. The Red Light is a... Well, if we're speaking of the same Red Light, the Red Light is where I go... It's kind of like a vintage thrift shop type of spot that I buy a lot of clothes at. I don't know where you're talking about the Red Light. That's what I was saying, like a vintage hip-hop shop. So maybe they're playing some vintage vinyl. Yeah, maybe they are, definitely. But they're definitely selling stuff like this, for sure. Old members-only jackets that smell like, you know, 30-year-old beer. They definitely have that, for sure. Now, Macklemore, you have a partner, too, in rock and roll. And his name is? Ryan Lewis. Ryan Lewis. But he doesn't know about crisscross. <laughs> how did you know that? I, I don't know. I just Because you're Macklemore. That's how I knew that. Ryan is even, Ryan is barely, he barely made the 80s babies. He's only 22 years old. And last time that we had a conversation, we did talk about crisscross and he didn't know, I think it was jump. He didn't know jump. That's awesome. He had to teach him that. Now, is that good or bad that you taught him about the good old crisscross? I, I think that it's, it's a little bit of his responsibility being a DJ to go back and, and, and learn the old, but. You know, it wasn't his generation. Like, he was he was like me with, with Nasty Ness, like, you know, or with these records that came out. Like, should I know these? Probably. But do I? Not exactly. I know certain Sir Mix-A-Lot songs. I know about Nasty Ness. Ryan knows certain songs that came out before his time, but not all of them. So I give him a little bit of slack. So now he knows Chris Cross. Now he knows it. Oh, yeah, for sure. Now, Malcolm, we're speaking of people that you know. You know Tom? You know Tom? I do know Tom, yes. Tell us about that. Tom, MySpace knows Macklemore? Yeah, Tom is... A lot of people are dissing first off on MySpace these days, aren't they? But let's go back to the glory days. The glory days, to the days of, what, 2004, I believe it was. And Tom is the founder of MySpace. He was the dude that created it all. And I wrote a song about MySpace. And I sent it to Tom. Tom didn't respond. I sent it to him again. He didn't respond. And the third time I sent it, I said, hey, I really like your picture. Like your, that was the caption. He opened it up. The next time I checked my email, I had something like 20,000 new emails when you opened up you know, my PC. It said it right there. And I thought to myself, either my computer's broken or, something, or I know what happened. And Tom had sent out a bulletin to all of MySpace at the time, which was millions of people. I'm not exactly sure how many. But immediately, and that was 15 minutes before I checked my computer. So in 15 minutes, I had 20,000 new emails and a whole new kind of fan base. And when is the last time you logged into MySpace? Me personally, about a year. So how many fans are you squandering right now that could have been at this Mohawk gig at South by Southwest? People, I think, probably hate me. And if they don't hate me, then they're on Facebook. The social networking, I mean, it comes and goes. MySpace has had its time. The thing that MySpace was great about was music. And we got a great opportunity to spread the music on there. But now, for the most part, it's done. It's been a year since you logged in. It's been a year. I'm, I'm pretty much done. 
Moore, you were at Evergreen College. I did, yes. Did you once get graded on a rap song? I, I'm sure that I did get graded on a rap song because at Evergreen, you actually grade yourself, which is why that school is so brilliant, is because you give your own grades. So I probably gave myself an A and wrote a rap song, yes. Was it about George Bush? Yes, actually. Yes, it was. Yes. Can you give us a few bars, and what grade did you give yourself? Or what grade will you give it after you do it to our listeners here and viewers? I, I, I'm pretty sure I gave it an a, a. I'm, I'm pretty sure. I, I, I gave it an A, for sure. And, and, I rapped in a George, and I rapped in what I thought was kind of a George Bush type of dialect. And, um, you know, it starts out like, Bitch, I'm from Texas. We're homophobic and sexist. And if these Mexicans keep coming in, I'm going to dismember them. You don't see me in El Paso selling their tacos. You shit in my baño. I cut off your asshole. Macklemore live at South by Southwest. Bush, George Bush live through me. I'm just the conduit. In Evergreen, there's a lot of food, i.e. in Olympia. Old school. Old school pizza. Yes, old school pizza. How do you know about old school pizzeria? The Reef. What? The reef. the reef. The reef. The reef just burned down, actually. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, it's burned down like twice, and I was just playing a show there, and it, and it burned down, yes. You can tell the people old school pizza and the reef and other eating establishments. You know, they're, they're Olympia Washington staples, and I honestly ate there probably like one time each, but I hear that the pizza's good at Olympia Pizza. Do you have any Olympia rhymes at all? Like any words that you've incorporated into any of your rhyming at all, Macklemore? I'm sure. I mean, Olympia... Rhymes with something like bring out the pimpinya or some, some, I don't know. But pimpinya and Olympia do rhyme, Nardwar. I know that. And we head up the road, Macklemore, to Seattle. Washington. Washington, and you have the shirt. Who's on the shirt? We got Jimmy. This is your T-shirt. This is the T-shirt. We got Jimi Hendrix. We have Kurt Cobain. We have Steve Poole, which is our local weatherman, who's like an icon in Seattle. We have... Myself, we have Sir Mix a lot. We have Bruce Lee, Ken Griffey Jr. Um, anybody? Can you help me? I don't know. There's more. There's Quincy Jones. Quincy Jones. Quincy Jones, and like one or two other people. But you have no Bill Gates or Glenn Beck. Is Glenn Beck from Washington? Yes, he's from Mount Vernon. That's we don't we don't rep Glenn Beck whatsoever. In fact, the fact that he's even from Washington, I will never tell anybody that again. Or Hillary Swank. Hillary Swank is from is from Washington. And she played who in a movie? In what movie? An airplane movie. Amelia Earhart. Did she? Yeah. What's the connection between Amelia Earhart? Why is Amelia Earhart get some Seattle stuff? Is she from Seattle? I thought she was. She could be. We definitely have some, some flight. I thought you would mention that. That's what I was wondering. Yeah, no, I. that sounds about right. We have a museum of flight in Seattle, and I'm pretty sure that Amelia Earhart is repped properly in the museum of flight. And what about Pat from Saturday Night Live, Julia Sweeney? Yeah. So have you come across a lot of this sort of stuff? Like, why isn't Glenn Beck on the shirt? I've never heard Glenn Beck. I have heard... Um, you know, we have a couple of famous female news anchors. Gene Anderson. Gene Anderson, yes. But in terms of a woman that everybody would know, I couldn't think of any. I definitely get shit for not including the women. And next t-shirt, we're going to do one more. I'm going to do one more, and I'm going to include somebody on there. You love the thrift shopping, Macklemore, don't you? I love it. Where are the best thrift shops in Seattle? The one on Dearborn? Dearborn? Goodwill, yes. 
Goodwill is a good one. I I prefer myself. I prefer Value Village. I I'm a digger. I'm a connoisseur of the art of thrift shopping. Which locations are the Value Village? The Mount Vernon Value Village? You know what? I haven't been to the Mount Vernon. I hear very good things about the Mount Vernon Value Village or just out, kind of outside of Seattle in terms of thrift shopping. I hear very good things. I will I will be hitting them up soon, but just going out and taking, you know, 45 minutes to get to a thrift shop seems a little excessive to me when we have so many right around us, but I heard they're good. What about the Bellevue Goodwill? It's good for rich old men clothes. Yes, I have been there and was disappointed. I thought that there would be great clothes, and actually I ended up with a really big jacket with fringe on it. But besides that, I didn't find much. You were so disappointed, Macklemore. You went on down to Portland, the House of Vintage? Oh, my God. Now, the House of Vintage in Portland is my favorite in the Northwest. Like, this is... If God had a thrift shop, Jesus would just be chilling. Buddha would be chilling. Moses, everyone would be posted at this thrift shop. Because that's the type of shit that you find there, Nardward. It's absolutely incredible. Portland, Oregon was also home to a band called The New Shoes. Really? Who Girl Talk sample. Really? And you have some vinyl there right now, Macklemore, from Sir Mix. A lot. That I gave you. So I would also like to give you... Some new shoes of vinyl. Wow. The legendary new shoes from Portland, Oregon. Some more Northwest classics. Thank you. I am not even hip to this, but that's very fresh. And it's tight that Girls Talk sampled them. Ba-boom. Boom. What about Beth's Diner? Beth's Diner in Seattle. Good for the omelets? 12 omelets? I, I've been to Beth's. Beth's is that, like, grimy... Neon light, it looks like the public school lighting. And you used to be able to smoke cigarettes in it, and people would just chain smoke cigarettes. It's, it's, the street that it's on is actually on the same street as our studio. And the street is very um, notorious for a lot of prostitution in Seattle and a lot of drug activity. So that's where Bess is located in Seattle. Is there some there neat stuff on the walls, like neat stuff on the walls at Beth's? Yeah, you can draw, you draw pictures or, you know, you, you get crayons or something like that and you can draw on the walls. Yeah, definitely. Macklemore, soon you're going to be at a Mariners game? Yes, yes, opening day. And that's because of Dave? Niehaus. How did that all come about? Dave Niehaus was our announcer for the Seattle Mariners and he passed away a couple months ago. And when he passed away, I wrote a song about Dave Niehaus called My Oh My, which, is, which was his signature catchphrase. You know, when like the Mariners would do something amazing, he would say, My Oh My. And I wrote a song about Dave Niehaus. This song, we shot a video for it. The song kind of caught wind amongst the media. And soon after that, the Mariners called us in to have a meeting, and we will be performing that song in front of the crowded opening day. What line do you think won them over, My Oh My? I think that they like My Oh My. I think that it was the song embodied kind of the spirit that people in the Northwest have in terms of, in terms of Dave Niehaus and in terms of the Mariners. You know, it's, it was a very, he was a quintessential piece of a lot of people's childhood. And I think that the song touched on that and a lot of people could relate to it. And Were there any other bands or rap groups that tried to do a song about Dave? I don't think so. Not to my knowledge. No. What about the Mariners? Did they get any love from rappers? Did you ever see any rappers wearing Mariners hats? Yeah, yeah, I do actually. The Mariners, I feel like Snoop's worn a Mariners hat at some point. I, there's a lot of people. I mean, it's an S. It's classic. It's a classic logo. How about the Seahawks? I haven't seen too many Seahawks logos on people. Seahawks, 
Not so much. Like old school Seahawks, you'll see more. But not, I think the Mariners is a little bit more popular in terms of a logo, for sure. Lastly here, Macklemore, thanks for speaking to me, Nardward, a human serviette at South by Southwest. I have a song for you. Who sang this? 6K for travel and rooms for two. That includes show and verse. 6K for travel and rooms for two. I was just listening to that lyric a couple, like yesterday or the day before. I, I think you read that lyric in an email that was sent to you. Hello, Mr. Macklemore. Uh, 6K for travel. Uh, okay, I know what song I was thinking of, but I know what you're talking about. Yes, what am I referring to? 6K for travel and rooms for two. That includes show and verse. Yes, that is an email. That's fucking hilarious. That is an email that I got back from Drake's management when I inquired about getting Drake on a verse and a show. And I, I, used, I used the line, like I was really trying to get him to come to Seattle. It was before he really popped off, like he was a Canadian MC. And I heard his mixtape, I, I forget, something season or something. And he hadn't blown up at all yet. And that's why it was, what was it, 6,000? 6K for travel and rooms for two. That includes show and verse. It could almost be a little rap, show and verse. Yes. So show and verse. That was, I mean... You couldn't get Drake to do anything for $6,000 nowadays. And I watched, and I, was, and I had the money at the time, too. And I was like, I don't know if I should do it, if it would flop. I told him that I had a big draw in Seattle and Bellingham and that it would help his, him out in his career. And within the next, like, six to nine months, like, dude was just, you know, off and running. And I missed my opportunity. And I will never, ever be able to get a Drake verse for $6,000. I can guarantee you that, Nardward. Well, thanks so much, Macklemore. Anything else you want to add to the people out there at all? I just, you know, I'm a fan of you. Thank you for talking to me. I appreciate it. It's great to meet. And thank you to the people for constantly supporting. I would like to thank you for this, this brand new vinyl that I have. I can go back and do a little bit more research on, on Sir Miss-a-Lot, Mix-a-Lot, Nasty Ness. And, and the new shoes. And, hold up, new shoes. Yes. Well, thanks so much, Macklemore. Keep on rocking in the free world and do 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 loot do. Do do. Dad in the garage, the sawdust, that pine salt in the moss. Around every spring, when the winter thaw, we'd huddle around the radio, twist the broken knob. 7:10 a.m., no KJR. Daily house's voice would echo throughout the yard. Couldn't have been older than 10, but to me and my friends, the voice on the other end might as well have been God's. 1995, the division series, Eggers up to bat, bottom of the 11th inning. Got the whole town listening, swung on and belted. The words distorted, Joy Corps. Round third, here comes Griffey, the throw to the place, not in time, my oh my, the Mariners win it, yes, fireworks, they lit up that ceiling in the kingdom, we had just made history. Yes, one on the line, now the left field line for here comes Joy, here is Junior to third base, they're going to wave him in, the throw to the plate will be late, the Mariners are going to play for the American League Championship, I don't believe 
woven, barely holding that stitch. Creases of time amongst the grime and the grit. Where the leather used to pound his fist to summon just a mitt, but see that glove was him. Yep, tell me stories on the field with that sun-stained brim. Blood under my chin, he taught me how to spit. Sunflower seeds back with me and my crew. Sunburnt arms, big league shoe. Yeah, we were like the sandlot after dinner. After practice, we listened to the M's in the kitchen. And if mom wasn't tripping, come on, dad. Please, I swear this one more inning. Voice would pump, pump through the system. Break out the rye bread. It's grand salami time, I oh my Another victory, yes My city, my city, childhood, my life Watching Griffey right under those lights Decides to wave us in, right? Until he waves us in. It's my city, my city, childhood, my life. That's right, under those lights. My city, my city, childhood. That's right, me house, my oh my. Come on, my city, my city, childhood, my life. That's right, under those lights. It's my city, my city, childhood, my life, me house, my oh my. Rest in peace. You're still listening to CITR Radio, FM 102, Cable 102, Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada. May I correct that? Cable 88.5. We recently changed to Cable 88.5. And an Ardwar, the human serviette radio show. You just heard right there, Macklemore from Seattle, Washington. An interview with Macklemore and then a song he did about Dave Niehaus from Seattle, Washington, the legendary broadcaster for the Seattle Mariners that passed away last year. Coming up on the Nardwar to Human Serviette radio show, an interview with Odd Future from Los Angeles, California. And this interview that I'm playing right now differs slightly from the one that's on YouTube. Yes, you can check it on YouTube if you want. The YouTube version is about 10 minutes and this is about 14. So you get four extra minutes here in the audio version of my interview with Odd Future from Los Angeles, California. And before I get to Odd Future, going to play one more song here. And this is something that was given to me. And again, thank you, Tony, from the band 
needles and pins for giving me your 7-inch, which I played earlier on an Ardwar to Human Survey radio show. Here's another 7-inch that was given to me by a band named the Nashville Ramblers. But it was given to me by, well, kind of a band because they autographed it, but really got to me through Frank Rumbletone, Frank Yar, who does the wonderful Rumbletone radio show on CITR on Wednesday afternoons between 3 and 5 p.m. Frank knew that I liked the Nashville, Rambler, Nashville Ramblers, and Frank was down in San Diego hanging out, and he saw that they had a record release party. So he bought the record, and he brought it back to Vancouver for me. But the record did not have its sleeve. It's an amazingly designed sleeve put out by a Ugly Things Records. So what Frank did was wait for Ugly Things Records to make the sleeve and then mail it to me. So now I have the sleeve. Or was it the other way around? Did he get the vinyl and then the sleeve? I'm not sure. But whatever. It took months for Frank to get the vinyl all together here, the sleeve and the record. And then he got it to me and presented it to me the other day with a neat tartan bag. Thank you so much, Frank. I really appreciate that. So what Frank bought me here from San Diego, and Frank again does the Rumble Tone Radio Show on CIT. 3 to 5 Pacific Standard Time. Listen online, www.citr.ca. It's the Nashville Ramblers doing the trains backed by Fragile Child. And the Nashville Ramblers have long broken up, but they got back together to play this record release gig. And this was a record that was in the vaults for 25 years. And the Nashville Ramblers featured, among others, Ron Silva on lead vocals, who I met when he played drums with the Untamed Youth when they came to Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada, I think like in 1990, and they played the Railway Club. And I remember actually Ron Silva riding in my 1979 Fiat Spider with me, and I don't think I've really had it on the road much since then. So, right now, here's the Nashville Ramblers. Thank you very much, Frank Yar, for this record from 1986 with the trains, recently reissued on Ugly Things Records, and then an interview with, from Los Angeles, California, brand new, 2011, the rap combo known as Odd Future on the Nardwar, the Human Serviette Radio Show.
I forgot to mention, thank you again, Frank Yar, for the Nashville Ramblers we just heard there with the trains. Was coming up right now, as I think I mentioned, my interview with Odd Future. Please tune out if you're easily offended. There are some offensive stuff possibly to younger people coming up in this next segment. So if you're easily offended, please tune out right now because you should tune out right now if you would like to tune out right now because coming up right now is some stuff from Odd Future. So viewer discretion is advised. Here is Odd Future. Who are you? R. Kelly. And who do you have beside you, R. Kelly, Tyler? Haji Beats, little brother. Hey. Odd Future, welcome to Austin, Texas. Swag. Right off the bat, Tyler, bacon. You love bacon. Why'd you love bacon? I don't know. Bacon is the fucking greatest thing ever. Ooh, wait, wait, meet me. I know, because you could put syrup on it, and you could eat it with bread. And you could cream if you're kinky. And now I have something special for you, Tyler and Haji. A gift I have for you. Some bacon soap. Oh, God damn. Hey. So they got what, kind of, what kind of bake with it? What kind of bake? Will this work for you? Nigga, it smells like bacon. Oh, my gosh. Yo, this is crazy. High five. Where'd you get this? God damn, nigga. Where'd you Bacon soap on a bitch, nigga. Black fat bitch is about to be on my dick. Pork rinds and shit, nigga. <laughs> so bacon gets you pretty excited, but also skating with Jason Dill. That gets you excited, right? Yeah, that's my nigga. He's awesome. He's 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 awesome. And he shot a video, the video for Skate, the Skate, the video game in Vancouver, BC, where I'm from. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I thought I'd want to give you guys a gift, a skating gift from the legendary skating company in Vancouver, Skull Skates. Look, y'all, I'm for real dumbass. <laughs> now, before you take that off, though, Tyler, could you please tell us, Canada, is your mom half Canadian? Yeah, her, what the fuck? How you know this shit? Yeah, my mom's mixed. Yo, shit. What the fuck? You with the, you with the fans, nigga? <laughs> On future, here you are in Austin, Texas, right, Haji? Yes. Did you bring any merch with you guys at all? Uh, not this time. I have some suggestions for merch for you guys. Oh. Right off the bat, there was a band in the 1990s called The Drags that had their own barf bags. Damn, that's tight. What do you think about barf bags? Odd future barf bags. But wait, 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 wait. It, it just doesn't feel right. Yeah, that is a pristine... Oh. So, odd future shit bags, then. I like that. Now, you actually are onto something, Haji, because let me propose this to you, Ty. Check this out. You guys like Eminem, don't you? M&M's? You like the M&M. Mm-hmm. Now, look what M&M had for a promo item, and this is going to top them all. And M&M... Urinal mat. <laughs> That's funny as fuck. <laughs> oh, oh, dookie. Now, how would that work for Odd Future? What do you think about that? An Eminem urinal mat. A bitch face. <laughs> yeah, we're making these. We're putting it on people's faces, though. Odd Future here in Austin, Texas. Odd Future also, I'd like to ask you and give you some gifts, too, of some people that I think you're influenced by. Okay. So here it comes right now. First off, we have right here Tyler Allen. Oh, shit. Allen 2. Fuck. This nigga's tight. Got- I'm going to tell the people Allen 2. 
I, I like him. He's an awesome jazz artist. Fuck. This is random. How do you know this shit? Well, you're Odd Future. We have to know about Odd Future, don't we, Haji? Yeah. The Wolfgang's got to know. And continue on here. Another gift for you, Tyler. I'm about to pull my balls out. Everyone, look away. No, I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. Another gift for you, Tyler and Haji. Here we have, right here, we have a James Pants Meats. Egyptian motherfucking lover, nigga. God damn. Now, what can you say to people about James Pants? He's awesome, he's white, and he makes real-ass nigga music. And here he is with the Egyptian lover, Electro Legend from L.A. Mm -hmm. This nigga used to fuck with N.W.A. and shit. That's crazy. Odd Future... It's crazy. Odd Future, another gift for you guys right here. Another. Roy. <laughs> this is my nigga. Now, is this okay for you, Tyler? Because you're looking for more of the unreleased, aren't you? No, nah, I don't actually. I'm about to go buy a fucking record and shit. The thing is, this nigga has so much music that everything I get from this nigga is awesome because it's too much to have. So this is great. Tightest nigga ever. When did you first hear about him? Uh, I don't know. Tyler first hear about stuff is Haji. Never. Never. Tyler, you are Tyler the Masturbator. Creative. Creator and Tyler. Brand new. Coming out very soon. Gob. Go Come. Goblin. Your solo album, Goblin. Gobs. Goblin. Goblin, coming up. Were you at all aware of, right here, what existed in the 1970s? Goblin the? The band. They used to do uh, Italian soundtracks and shit. And this is a fucking H. How the fuck did you get this? I live in Canada. We still have 8-tracks. What the fuck? Now, it doesn't stop there for Goblin. What other Goblin stuff do you guys know about? Uh... I know they're in relations to gnomes. To lawn gnomes. That's There's another goblin band I want to tell you about, and I think you're going to love these guys, Haji and Tyler. What is the name of this band? Goblin Cock. <laughs> sucker. Goblin Cock Sucker. So if you love the bacon soap, you love eating, what about cafeterias? Are you aware of cafeterias in downtown L.A.? Cafeterias in downtown. Clifton's Cafeteria? Ah, uh, shit. I'm trying to think. It's like a giant waterfall in downtown L.A. Oh. I did some shit there that you know about. I can't remember. How about Bob Baker's Marionettes? Are you guys into puppets at all? Do you know that place? <laughs> Dude, I'm getting nervous. No, what? I feel like I've been there and he knows. Puppets. Uh, are you into the puppets? Because Vanilla Ice is scared of puppets. Are you into the puppets? <laughs> I like puppets. They're cool. Puppets are tight. Vanilla Ice. <laughs> And you are Tyler the Creation. Creator. And right beside you, Tyler, we got Haji Beats. We got to give it up for Haji Beats. Tallest. If we pan over there, who else do we have? Who else is out here? We got Tay Diggs over there, swagging out right there. Taco Bennett over there, right there, swagging. KRS One over there in the yellow shirt. We got B Rabbit from Eight Mile over there. And right here, we got Frenchie from Brick Squad 1017. In your ear, or Craig Mack. And, and right back here, we got the Haji Beats. Ah, I left Clancy out. <laughs> Old ass. That's... We can't leave Haji Beats out. I got a gift for you specifically, Haji Beats. Here it is. What can you tell the people about your favorite movie? Oh, this is no! Oh, my God! <laughs> 
Fuck, hey. The belly soundtrack. Yeah, this shit hot right here. You know what I'm saying? That shit hot. Hey, them two niggas, this nigga Left Brain, and this nigga, that's their favorite movie. They probably watched it 30 million times. It's a double LP. You guys can share. All right, sir. Whatever. Mellow hype. Questlove tweeted, tweeted that you guys are going to be like the next Bad Brains. Do you remember that? Yeah, HR is tight. I, I've seen their shit. Yeah, and you said something about the HR song because they were doing the big takeover. You saw the video, right? Yeah, that was crazy. It was this one part where the beat went crazy and he just lost it and bugged out. And he said we remind him of them. I mean, yeah, we remind him of them. So to see that shit was kind of cool. And you I- said about Bad Brains, quote, the one minute mark is the coolest shit I've seen. I can feel that part. Yeah, that shit was... <laughs> I really want you to feel it, Tyler, because we got the Bad Brains with the download for you. With the dick. Uh, Alex Olsen, he's one of my favorite skaters. He had a board with this exact fucking um, design on it, so... This is and there's a big takeover on the back there, the song that you really dig. I'm going to swag this shit the fuck out. The Maidens. That's the Maidens. This shit's sick. Now, one person that's not here is Earl. And I was wondering about Earl. Was Earl the best rapper ever at the age of 15, do you think? He was He was the best rapper at the age of 16 also. Like nobody can compare to him. Nobody, nobody. Not anyone. Did you know that instantly? Yeah. When did he first spit out that you knew that he was Earl? I'm crazy, niggas know me, nigga, with my nigga Trazy. I'm Trazy, by the way. So he was like, I'm crazy, niggas know that, here with my nigga Trazy. I'm Trazy. And you're really good at kicking back the tunes, aren't you there, Tyler? Yeah, I'm crazy. You love covering another little gift for you, your odd future. This is your favorite tune right here, Sierra. I get don't stop it. Everybody get on the floor. Bitch, a party. We about to get it. Let me do my one, two, step. I love it when you want to step. Everybody want to step. We about to get it on. Look, he about to dance. And now you got... And now you got the 12 in. Red in a bin when we could dance slow with somebody on a man and a man in a girl. Swing it over here, Mr. DJ. We will. Yeah, yeah. And you got the 12 inch now. A Sierra. She tall as fuck. Now, Tyler, you've been saying a lot of fuck. Yeah, that's the my favorite fucking Fuck Steve. Harvey. Fuck Steve Harvey. What about the other kings of comedy? Like Bernie Mac, Cedric the Entertainer. Bernie Mac is one of the fucking greatest. And he's one of the only people that died that I was like, oh shit. That sucks. So he's awesome. Now, could you please return to your place there if you could? Is that your place beside Tyler? Will it always be beside Tyler, Haji? It's okay. And that's what happens in front of the TV quite a bit. Oh. When you're in front of the TV with Taylor, Tanner, May. Tanner Mays? Yeah, Tanner Mays. This is weird. That's like my favorite porn star. Oh, fuck. This is awkward. Oh, my God. She's awesome. That's crazy. And it made me also think, okay, Soldier Boy. You're down with Soldier Boy. You've talked to him before, haven't you? He's chill. Has he told you anything about Cat Stacks? Has Cat Stacks come after the Odd Future at all? Dude, I want to fuck her so bad. I want to be on that list of rappers that fucked her so bad. Cat Stacks, return my calls, bitch. You are Tyler the Creator. 
Yeah. Bieber returned your calls. You got to meet Justin Bieber. What I was wondering is, he couldn't brag about you, could he? Nah. He well, couldn't brag because he can't retweet your... Tweets because it says, fuck Tyler, and yeah, it kind of... say that? Like, a, hey, man, I can't retweet you? Nah, but it's kind of common sense. It's, it's... I put two and two together. He's chill, though. But did you think about getting another tweeter just for that? So that he could retweet, like, another tweeter that would link to the odd future tweeter? Uh, <laughs> what? <laughs> I hear she just said. That's cool, though. This nigga tight, nigga got money and bitches. Look at this nigga's shirt, nigga. Bow. Future, winding up here, what's about the Soul Banana Crew? Who's the Soul Banana Crew? Oh, shit, nigga, that's from... 10th, 11th grade. They would support us in the early, early, early days and shit. Damn, I ain't heard about that since I was 15 or 16. Fuck. You with the feds? No, I'm not where the human serviette with. <laughs> Odd future? Wolfgang. Kill? Them all. Kill them all. And lastly here, has it finally arrived, the time? Do you own a trampoline? Yes. I got a fucking trampoline for my motherfucking birthday. Real niggas, money, bitches, buying rims and shit. Seacrest, out. Anything else you want to add to the people out there at all tighter the creator and Odd Future? I'm crazy. Why should people care about Odd Future? Why should people care? Because. All right. Well, thanks so much, Odd Future. Keep on rocking in the free world and do do the loot do. Fuck the free world. And do do the loot do. Bukaki.
again, you're still listening to CITR Radio, FM 102, Cable one, cable 88.5, Vancouver. Is it okay if I just keep saying Cable 102, even though technically we're not even FM 102, we're 101.9? Can I just keep on saying 102 for Cable? Because I've got that ingrained in my head. Cable 88.5, Denard Ward, the Human Serviette Radio Show. And we just, actually, you know, can I just say, well, I guess I could just say it, and that's the great thing. If you want to do a radio show, come on down to CITR. You can do your own radio show. It's fun to do a radio show. More info at CITR.ca. And you just heard the drags there with Six and Change, which is a cover of the Pagans. And the drags were mentioned in the interview that I did before that with Odd Future from Los Angeles, California. The drags had these amazing promotional barf bags like they have on airplanes, except it had the drags written on them, and people could buy them at gigs. And basically, Odd Future should maybe invest in some barf bags and follow up with that idea, because I think that'll be amazing. Odd Future barf bags. I think it'd be amazing because they'd be following the influence of the drags. And that was from a compilation that came out called The Drags 45 times 3 on Empty Records, collecting all their 45 RPM and compilation appearances. The Drags with Six and Change, a cover of The Pagans and The Drags, the purveyors of the amazing promotional item, the Drags Barf Bags. Coming to Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada, this Monday to the Biltmore is the Donkeys. And I'm going to play something, Born with Stripes by the Donkeys, from their brand new CD, The Donkeys Born with Stripes. And after that, going to play something by another band that's playing Vancouver next week, Azimuth. And they're playing The Roxy next Thursday, June 30th at 8.45 p.m. And I'm going to play something by them called Save Me. And Azimuth, they recorded with Steve Albini. So Vancouver Band records with Steve Albini. Steve Albini will take your call, just like CITR will take your call. 604-822-2487. 604-UBC-CITR is a number here if you have any requests. Also, if you want to join CITR, give me a call. I can tell you all about that. Or check out more information, citr.ca. So here right now is the Donkeys, who are playing this Monday at the Biltmore in Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada. And then something by Azzy Smith with Save Me. And then an interview with Two Door Cinema from Northern Ireland. All on the Nardwar, the Human Serviette Radio Show on CITR FM 102, Cable 88.5, Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada. <laughs>
are you? I'm Alex. From? Two-Door Cinema Club. And Alex, who else is in Two-Door Cinema Club? These two guys beside me, Sam and Kev. Hi. Hey. <laughs> Welcome to Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada, Two-Door Cinema Club. Thank you very much. Pleasure to be here. So, you guys, Two-Door Cinema Club, I begin with a so because so, you met Prince... We met. <laughs> we, we met a prince. Yeah, what prince did you meet? Prince. Suddenly, not, not, not uh, just Charles. Just Charles. How the hell did that happen? Prince Charles. Just Charles. Um, we were playing Glastonbury. He was coming to Glastonbury. He wanted to meet the best band that was playing Glastonbury, and that was us. What about the Irish connection? Is he big into Ireland? Because you are from Ireland. We are from Ireland, but uh, he, no, thought we were Welsh. he thought we were Welsh. Because there's a banger in Wales as well, and uh, he was a bit shocked. I think when his son heard we're from Northern Ireland. Well, Two Door Cinema Club, Prince Charles is royalty, but you have other ideas of royalty, don't you? Uh, do, yes. And I have a gift for you of some royalty here that you really do love. You love the... Little, little Stevie? Oh! <laughs> he's, like, he's like my favourite artist of all time, pretty much. What's the connection between Two Door Cinema Club and Stevie Wonder? We've all, we have we have wayfarers. Um. We were at Glastonbury and he was there and we saw him. And he he was actually he became little Stevie that night. He had some sort of voice controller on. Yeah, I've just I've, I've grown up with with his music my whole life. It's kind of inspired me a lot in in writing and stuff. So um, yeah, he's he's pretty important to me in terms of my music and stuff. And you are Tudor Cinema Club in Canada. We are still Tudor Cinema Club in Canada. Yeah, we're still in Canada. And it made me think, who is Canada? I think we're all Canada. Well, also our directors from our uh, last music video. Exactly. Who is Canada? Please tell me about Canada. They're a Spanish uh, filmmaking duo, um, and they make music videos and little commercials and stuff. They're pretty cool. They love tits, so um, <laughs> they're pretty cool guys. They love like beautiful girls who are naked, so they're pretty cool guys. <laughs> they're in tits every night with Two Door Cinema Club. Hell yeah. And thank you, Celine Dion. Thank you. Uh, my heart, my heart will go on. Uh, Why would you like to thank Celine Dion, Kevin? She uh, pretty much was the reason I'm in music today. Um, just, just loved Titanic. Loved a bit of a cry. Um, first single I ever bought. So it's pretty embarrassing. Thanks for bringing that up. <laughs> Canadian. Can yeah, Canadian. She is indeed. And also, please, Alex and Sam. Thank you, Simon Cowell. Um, uh, okay. We smoked one of Simon Cowell's cigarettes once. Oh, did go. we? We did. Oh, we did. Huey from Fun Lemon Criminals gave us one of Simon Cowell's cigarettes once. This is this is this is some good info you got. <laughs> Thank you, Simon Cowell. But it goes more. It wasn't just Simon Cowell's cigarettes. What did actually Simon Cowell's cigarettes taste like? Shit, it tasted horrible. Just like his music. Baboom! <laughs> right, we're laughing about that, but you wouldn't be here if it wasn't for Simon Cowell's music. Now, would you? Would we? I'm so lost. I'm really lost. <laughs> it was the first stuff you bought. The Spice Girls. Oh, there it is. Yeah. 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 Had the album on cassette. I did, yeah. It's very true. Used to sing along, learn the words. In our bedrooms. Yeah. So you got to give Simon some props for the cigarettes and for the Spice Girls. Thank you, Simon Carl. What can I say? And Two Door Cinema Club, you were schoolboys at one time, weren't you? We were indeed, yeah. In your bedroom, rocking hard. <laughs> All the time. Another band that's very famous from Ireland. I'd like to give you a gift. The Stiff Little Fingers. Yeah. This is for you, the Stiff Little Fingers. Do you know those guys? Not personally. Um, I don't really know any of their music either. Was never really big into Stiff Little Fingers, but... 
we have it now because they were schoolboys when they were in the stiff little fingers. Yeah, I mean, as, as were we. There's a nice connection there. And what was interesting about it, if you turn it over right here, they have the B-side, which is called Silly... Encores, from 1979. Yeah, Silly Encores. Have you guys done any Silly Encores at all? We've um, done the Strokes in an encore before. Done a Strokes song. Um, silly Encores. Ghostbusters once. Oh, we did Ghostbusters theme song. It was a Halloween party. We did an encore of the Ghostbusters. Who are the Panama Kings? They're a band from uh, Belfast who have split up now, but uh, they were, yeah, yeah, our friends from back home. Yeah, good friends from back home. They played at one time, and I have some more Irish gifts for you, Two Door Cinema Club. Some under... Tones. tones. <laughs> undertones. Because the Panama Kings played with the undertones, so I figured you got to get exposed to some undertones, and then a double attack here of Fiergal Sharky. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I've never seen that. He is amazing. The lead singer of the Undertones when he went solo. And another Fiercal Sharky single. These again all are some silly encore <laughs> ideas for Two Door Cinema Club. Sounds good. Jaw, doesn't he? Look at that jaw. Look at the jaw on that. It's pretty impressive. Good jaw line. And Two Door Cinema Club winding up here. What is the champ? Uh, the mashed potato with the spring onions cut up in it. Yeah, good, good Irish dish. It's Lovely. Really Company's uh, steak well. Sausages. And sausages. And how about the Ulster fry? What is that? Um, it's like the best breakfast you can get. It's just got all the best food in it for breakfast, fried in Ulster. It's brilliant. And what's your favourite menu item at the Captain's Table restaurant? Captain's Table, <laughs> fish and chips. There we go. Fish and chips. It's called a fish supper, right? Yeah, yeah, fish yep. supper. Which basically means you get the... Fish and chips. Just in one parcel. In one yeah. parcel. Or when you're a kid, it's called the cowboy supper. Well, thanks so much, Two Door Cinema Club. Anything else you want to add to the people out there, i.e., why should people care about Two Door Cinema Club? Because... We're going to be around for a while. There we go. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks so much. Keep on rocking in the free world. And do do the loot do 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 So 
is the undertones on the Nardwarty Human Serviette radio show with Julie Ocean from Northern Ireland. And before that, an interview with from Northern Ireland to Door Cinema. Coming up right now are some Stiff Little Fingers recordings. Live Stiff Little Fingers from 1999 on the Nardwar, the Human Serviette radio show. Northern Ireland's Stiff Little Fingers. Could fucking get that right.
Just because 